BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. Good morning, Millennials. Happy Friday. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. I am back in studio. We weren't sure if she was going to make it. It was a yes. It was a no. It was a remote. It was Taylor Strecker. It was back to remote. And that bitch got herself in studio. Nipples charred. We're here. We're here for it. You're obsessed with my nipples. And I've actually been praised by the mama community for being so... um caring and invested in your nipple journey so for that mamas you're welcome mamas get her <laughs> no everything is doing well there's milk at home i'm excited to be here because you know what it's actually we were going to maybe do remote today but then i was thinking it's actually maybe easier for me to come to the studio instead of worrying about getting 60 quiet minutes silence yeah so i'm happy to be here well we you are- don't know at home won't kill you <laughs> no. it's, not, it's not in your business what's no, going it's on like at home. He's, he can cry what like any time but not if we're podcasting right, right so now he can cry for the hour if that's what he chooses to do with his time so we just have a few things to discuss first of all it is friday our merch spring merch drop has officially launched we've got crewnecks hoodies sweatpants beanies mugs so many things shop morningtoast.com jackie and i are both wearing the new 100 percent white crew neck this also comes in blue but today we both decided to wear the white because we're just so simpatico we are twinning from head to toe. Like, we wear our hair the same. We're in the same sweatshirt. We're both wearing leggings, and we're both wearing Air Force One. What brand are your leggings? Um, they are ASOS Maternity. They're mm. so comfortable. I, I should get some. I can't stop wearing them. I'm wearing dance skin, but from my head to my toes, we're literally matching. And I almost wore the same necklace, the two-tone one that Claudia just got. And instead, I wore this really sweet necklace situation that says Jackie O and Harry. It's the cutest thing. Um, but then we would have been... Matching. Insane Except your people. part is like a little off center, whereas mine's totally no, centered. I don't think so. I no, think you, you don't have like a perfectly middle part. I think it's center. Let me see. No, it's literally not. No, I think it is. No, I don't <laughs> think it is, actually. I don't think so. Um, so merch, shopmorningtoast.com, not to be confused with Chanel.com. I know it's very confusing for everyone. Um, <laughs> but also, we need to catch up because we kind of dropped a bomb on Wednesday's episode. We did. Just something we were thinking about doing, and we wanted... This is the thing. We are a show of the people. Like, we cater to our audience... Most of the time. To a degree. To a degree. But we don't succumb. <laughs> and we wanted to get your input on something, you know, we were thinking about changing, but we have heard your cries. Good morning, millennials is going nowhere. It is staying. We hear you. I, I didn't say, see one message I advocating saw, for us to change. I saw like less than 10. Yeah. So I would say 99% are team GMM and 
majority rules. And as the old phrase goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Agreed. And if a new listener is listening and like that's what's turned them off, then you know what? Like they'll probably would have been turned off in the next sentence anyway. Yeah, they weren't right, ride when, or die. Right when Claudia started singing. A hundred percent. Or going off about pit bulls. It's you know what I other. love about this sweatshirt that yeah. I wanted to um, Share. bring up? I love the design because it's so smart because it says 100% shirt but the d sort of looks like an a so it's like 100% oh I also like it because the shape of the font is like a heart of, well duh yeah but okay. I'm saying like <laughs> thank you yeah no I didn't know if I ever but that's that. like more subliminal yeah because you know? I just have this like really like um detail oriented like yes. art focused eye so I didn't <laughs> know if everyone saw that so I'm glad that like you know we're all kind of my influence on everyone is obviously making an impact no but this is like giving like FedEx logo like the yes arrow there's more that meets the, the eye hidden message yeah in the design do you guys know about the hidden arrow in the FedEx logo I always feel like so cool telling people who don't know I'm like do you know check it out like if you google like best logos FedEx is always number one because there's an arrow in it and it's like moving forward because they're and, always moving your shit and Amazon with the arrow from A to, a to Z because you can get everything from A to Z which you really can except for morning toast merch which is only available at Chanel oh sorry <laughs> me making my mistake again shopmorningtoast.com yes so get yours great for spring that sweatsuit has been my lifeline the past few months and also even before while I was pregnant I was wearing it too but you didn't see um but the last two months like all I wear is that I can't talk about the pink sweatshirt because I lost both items in the river going on a walk pink sweatsuit 100% 100%. Um, so we have an amazing show for you guys today, but it's going to be a little different. It's, it's little not going to be like other shows. Upside down, twisty turvy. Ops- it's opposite day. It is opposite day. Well, I was picking stories because Jackie was obviously busy. And then like the stories that I chose are ones that I'm actually like really like kind of caught up on. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like the person who reads the stories like should know more about the story. Yeah, because the other person asks the questions. Right, like there's an Aunt Anstead Christina hack thing in here. Like you really don't know much about that and I need to no, tell you about I it. No, and I know you are obsessed. Obsessed. So I decided to do the stories today, which means my role of being like saleswoman of the year is actually going to Jackie. She'll be doing our three ads today. I will be doing the ads. You know I love doing the ads. Do you? Well, probably because I don't do them every day, but I really like to get into them and these are three brands that they speak for themselves. 100%. Just like Canva Pro. Oh, update on Canva Pro. We have not heard from them. We have not. Aside from just like the standard, they sponsor our show every once in a while, right. which we're extremely grateful for, you know? Great ROI. No, but they were like not commenting on our Instagram or anything. And like they didn't even notice our new Instagram bio. I, nobody's noticed it yet. Go check it out. I think you'll enjoy. It's fucking hysterical. Um, and I just can't wait to beat this joke till it's dead. No, it's not getting old. And I'm never, like, I feel such inspiration like I feel like when Michelangelo was doing the Sistine Chapel like that's how I feel when, when I'm designing on Canva Pro and it should, should come as a shock to no one that Canva Pro is not a sponsor of today's episode we just felt like chatting about our favorite products so get your fucking ass up and use Canva Pro um why do we say favorite is it from Fab Fit Fun yes oh my <laughs> god when we started our show like years and years ago when we were the morning breath our first we sponsor, used to never do ads because never. like we didn't have to worry about right. revenue our show was owned by like a media company so we weren't we were just getting paid salary doing our show right but we got an opportunity to get a sponsor and it was fat fit fun so we yes. were like fuck yes we had to like, go into like this recording booth and record and we just like could not stop laughing at the script and we were doing it so many times and it was like the fall seasonal box yeah and it was like so many cute items these are my favorite items and when you say something just so many times and I've never said the word favorite yeah the same ever again yeah and so now 
it's my favorite blanket. It oh. was like that shawl blanket yeah. thing, or like no, a seasonal candle. You know what favorite is from? Maybe I got it from this, but it's also am I your favorite camper? Yeah, but camper was after. Right, so maybe I got it from that, but I feel like that's how most people would know it from AC's amazing work, amazing vernacular, <laughs> huge vocabulary. Um, speaking of vernacular, I just um, started watching Abbott Elementary. Have you okay. heard about it? I've heard about it. It reminds me of The Office. You know, they like look at the camera, but it's re- like the writing is really funny. But the best part, I don't know if I'm, am I having deja vu? Have we spoken about this? Not to me. Chessie is one of the teachers at the school. She would be an amazing teacher. An amazing That's teacher. That's like a really great cast. But now she's probably getting typecast in like these sort of counseling roles. Well, no, she's like the bad teacher. She like, you know, she's like a, a Philly girl. She knows a guy like can get her like, you know, free stolen school supplies. Like she's like the bad teacher. Is she bad teacher? No, no. Cause she really loves the kids. She loves the kids. Got it. It's a really sweet show. Um, Would you recommend to me? It was really hyped up. So like, I always feel like a little bit let down when a show is so hyped up, mm-hmm. but it was pretty good. I think you would like it. I have a hard time like Focusing. Is there good camper energy? It's more about the teachers. There's not a lot of camper energy. Hmm. But the writing is very funny. Hmm. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. It's if on I have Hulu. The time. I have so many things to read right now. We're recording Redheads next week. It's never too late to become a redhead. Ever. So I'm going to spend my weekend reading when I have free time. But maybe next week. Um, and we're going to do a little TV recap today because we both watched a new episode of The Kardashians. Yes, I'm so excited to recap it. So many thoughts. Me too. It was a really good episode. So I think we should just dive in and get the show on the road. I think we should dive in and I think you should let us in now that we are role reversed. I agree. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Are you ready? Don't be nervous. Okay, I'm nervous, but here we go. I'm going to start with a personal favorite because today's episode is brought to you by Noom. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, as Claudia would say. Mm -hmm. And what works for someone else doesn't necessarily mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom uses a psychology-based approach that adapts to your lifestyle. Its flexible approach focuses on progress, not perfection, and allows you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. So I personally have been using Noom for years, but now my lifestyle has changed. Mm -hmm. And Noom is changing along with with it, you know, because I used to, like, now I really need to eat every two hours because I'm breastfeeding. And Noom suggests, like, amazing snacks that are packed with all the nutrients that I need, but that also are keeping me on track. So whatever your weight loss journey is, Noom is here for you. They use a psychological approach, which is different. It's not like other programs. It's different from other programs that you might have used. So Noom Weight makes it easy to start on your weight loss journey and stay on track. They have personalized lessons to help you gain confidence with practical knowledge you can employ right away. More than 60% of users engaged with the program keep the weight off for a year or more. That is a big statistic because as everyone knows with weight, you know, you can yo-yo if you're not taking it off in a sustainable way. So Noom Weight is empowering and flexible, and you can start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. Now I ask you, what do you have to lose? Noom.com slash toast. Um, really well done. Really, really well done. Okay. Honestly, couldn't have done it better myself. Should I do a twofer? No, we have I don't three. Need to. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, okay. so just for now, that's Noom, you guys. Check it out. First story, the internet is rejoicing. James Corden is leaving The Late Late Show in 2023. I don't feel like that's what the internet was looking for. The internet hates James Corden. Okay, but like that... But just think about, like, him leaving means he's free to do more projects. Right, I feel like the James Corden 
hatred is when he's jumping into everything. Yeah. But like, the Late Late Show is James Corden. That's like saying James Corden is leaving Carpool Karaoke. It's not like I want someone else to be doing it. No, no, you're totally right. And, okay, so here are the details. He's going to depart ahead of summer 2023. So he extended his contract for one more year. Um, and then by the time he leaves, he will have been doing the show for eight and a half years, which is a major achievement. And here's what he said. It's been a really hard decision to leave because I'm so immensely proud of the show. I'm thrilled to be extending for a year. I always thought I'd do it for five years and then leave, and then I stayed on. But I've really been thinking about it for a long time, thinking there might be one more adventure. So he addressed everyone like on, on air, um, and I agree with you. Like, in I like if you hate James Corden, like him leaving your da your nightly TV show Freeze sounds him up. it sounds great. But no, like he honestly couldn't do the thing that made him famous anymore because he was being cast as like this annoying character in every movie, every project, every Friends reunion. That honestly, the show has just become a burden to him now. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I'm someone who sometimes complains, like when James Corden like puts his spin Flitting on things it. but generally speaking I actually really like James Corden I like his energy and of course after the motivational speech he gave to Chloe yeah um on Kardashians I think everybody's just like really become a Corden file and so I look forward to seeing what he does next but I think he was really great at that show he was always like making guests feel so comfortable and the guests the celebrities love him yeah yeah but see this reminds me of a funny tweet that I sent you the other day mm -hmm. that I just want to share with sure. the group from Zach Silberg I know exactly how I want to die. I want to get hit by the carpool karaoke car. <laughs> so James Corden will have to stop doing it. That is funny. Um, but yes, I agree with you. Like, I'm a, a person who gets annoyed by James Corden too, but I've never once gotten annoyed at him on his own show. Right. Because I think the, the content, I mean, him coming up, with, well, not him, like his team coming up with carpool karaoke. He does like all those great segments with Ariana. The Harry Styles loves him. I think like the one thing he's actually great at and is like universally accepted at is his show. Right. So this doesn't bode well for the interesting predicament James Corden has found himself in so late in his career. Yeah, and I feel like the people who are annoyed by him, it's not like they're watching the Late Late Show, like, wishing he wasn't there. Like, right. so, that's like saying, I don't like Girl With No Job, like, but I watch The Morning Toast. Right, so stop. And that she's going to leave, and I, finally I'll be able to enjoy right. this show. Like, no, it's his show. So I think for the Corden, the Corden phobics, this is not good news. No, it's you actually... You might think that it is, right. but it's not. It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> but now it also begs the question, like, who's going to replace on the Late Late Show? Oh, I'm sure they'll do probably a woman because they're really... Okay, but I was thinking, like, because, you know, SNL is, like, kind of a machine for these Late Late... Like, what about Keenan? Oh, my God, he would be amazing. He would be great. And NBC, like, loves him. They gave him a sitcom. I don't think he wants to leave But there SNL. Are, there's, like, no women in Late Night. I feel I like know. that's what's going to happen. Should it be us? <laughs> Shit. We can't say it like, that late. But like a hundred. I went to bed at nine thirty last night. Um, I actually, actually stay I think up, they pre-record though. I stay up so late. They pre-record. Do they? I think so. Okay. Okay, but like what women? Woman. Um. I mean, in like the NBC universe, Lily Singh, the YouTuber, she got like a four a.m. slot. Yeah. Um, and it was received it, very poorly. Right, and I think you get the four a.m. slot to work your way up to an earlier slot, and I. I just don't think it was a fit. I think I saw a TED talk of her talking about that experience. Like they filmed, it wasn't like a current events show. So they filmed 96 episodes in like a month. And she said it was like literally the worst experience of her whole life. Oh. And they were accused of like stealing so many jokes. Um, so I just, I actually don't think that that, but she came to mind first. But I don't yeah. know what other woman is like in the NBC machine. No, but they could bring someone in. Yeah. But and I feel like those jobs are like ones you have to like be in NBC for, for a while. Yeah. Morgan Stewart, give it to <gasps> her. That's a good idea. More, and she's in the Nightly family. Pop. She's in a, a nighttime girl. Or Justin. Or just oh my god. Together. E is like boosting with talent, but they like don't know what to do with their true stars. Like no. Morgan and Justin are like stars. And I feel like E like doesn't know how to 
take care, like harness, foster. foster, foster that talent. Yeah, I agree. Also, the fact that they don't, I mean, I know Morgan's on maternity leave, so Daily Pop is ever changing, but they have not solidified a third co-host since Carissa left. Right. And they need to. They need to. The viewers like stability. Yeah. Because sometimes, okay, someone's hosting who I like, but sometimes someone's hosting who I don't care about. So, like, I need stability. Yeah. What about, like, I know this just couldn't couldn't happen because he already has a show, but, like, Andy. Yeah, it couldn't happen because he already has a show. Right. But, like, I feel like he's always wanting to do bigger things yeah. outside of Bravo. I mean, and we're saying, like, Watch What Happens Live really feels like it's on its last leg. It, it, because Andy's so over it. Mm -hmm. So I could see, um, that would just be so weird to, like, quit your late night show for another late night show, even though it's obviously, like, a bigger network. Yeah. But it's later. Yeah, it's later. He could do both. He barely wants to do the one. Uh, let me know who you think is going to replace James Corden because I find that really interesting. And what do we think for James Corden does next, you know? Yeah. Just more musicals. More musicals, more cameos, more showing up everywhere, doing everything. Maybe. Oh, also, I know we were talking last week about um, when Downton Abbey is going to come out. And it, it is coming out May 20th. Yeah, the suppression of Downton Abbey has ended. The censorship <laughs> is over. It's coming out May 20th. It already came out in the UK. London. And I'm so excited. And all the cast today had like a big premiere in London and they did like so much content on TikTok. Yeah. Um, it was splendid. Seeing the cast of Downton Abbey in the wild is how it feels the same as like the Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones, which we hadn't gotten in a while where it's like they're so different costumed looking. up for the period piece that when you see them in real life and like they have their hair dyed and they're wearing like lipstick which didn't exist and big gowns like it's crazy it was shocking no and it was so good like I loved all the content everyone looked great and like you know I've been really hard on her but major shout out to Edith for literally owning the red carpet like she was the only queen on that carpet she was the snatcher she was the snatcher she looked amazing mm -hmm. um Branson looked good too and I I'm think not, Branson I, I'm is, not a Branson girl. I'm a Branson file. I think Branson is so hot. Branson is like Scott Disick. Oh, he is Scott Disick. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just like around. Part of the family. family yeah. for sure. Always will be. And like they just love him so they keep him around even though technically like they don't have to. Yeah. And like he keeps working with the family. Right. Brings a lot to the table. So much. Like those pigs aren't going to tend themselves. Definitely not. And I'm talking about like actual... Pigs. pigs on the farm in Downton. If you watch Downton, that wasn't insulting. And if you don't watch Downton, like there's enough time now to watch it before the movie comes out. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone why they should watch Downton? Yeah, because like I was a Downton hater. Like I was like, I used to come on the show and like I was watching Downton for the first time. I would recap my journey and yeah. Claudia would roll her eyes, yeah. be on her phone, yeah. not listen to a thing I had to yeah. say. And then, because like if you're not a history girl, which I'm not, like it's so easy to roll your eyes at like historical pieces. And the thing is, like I know nothing about history, um, but it doesn't matter because like the show is just so good. It's like a drama. It's like yeah. it's literally Gossip Girl, right? And like right, you're just watching the drama, but then you are subliminally learning about history and like the World War One, the Titanic, right? And you know what? Um, every time I'm watching Downton, like when I was watching it, and now they keep continuing the saga. Like we have to eventually get to the Holocaust, right? I know, and and like not to be a hater, but like Holocaust content is like so sad. Agreed. Just to cheer you up. Like, in the UK, like, they didn't get... It's obviously, it wasn't, like, Poland. They didn't get Holocaust there, but it is World War II. And, like, George, and, like, George is probably going to war. Right. How is he going to fare? Right. Little Sibby's cooking with rations. Right, How right. is she going to fare? Right. Makes you think. It really does make you think. So what year, what year was the... The movie was 1927, the first movie. I suppose it got, like, 12 years. Yeah, no, we're not going to... Unless they keep going for a really long time, we're not going to get to World War II. Right. The Dowager was noticeably absent. Maggie Smith, is that her name? 
Yeah. In real life, absent from the premiere. She's busy doing She's that. busy, but it is confirmed that she's in the film. She is in the film. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. So, but you know she's not in the film? James Corden. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back to James Corden. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he had a cameo. He's British. <laughs> like, honestly, stranger <laughs> he, things have happened. He would be great. He would, if there was a musical number, like, I could see that for him. Um, okay, next up is a story, like, I'm particularly invested in. Um, it's the Christina Hack, and Ansa Tarka, Musa, Heather Ray Young. Love Rhombus. Um, another major drama, you know, Christina got remarried. She used to be married to Ant Anstead, who was now dating Renee Zellweger. I know Auntie Anstead. <laughs> and they had a baby together, Ant and Christina. And yesterday, Ant Anstead requested full custody, like saying all these things that Christina is a terrible mother. She uses the child as a social media prop and she's with her children nine days out of the month. Like Whoa. really vicious. Whoa. But a judge has denied his request for full custody of the two-year-old son that he shares with, with ex-wife Christina Hack. That happened this morning. And his rep had no comment. But it's really messy. Like messier than you thought that you think the Ansteads can't go lower. Here they are. Okay, I feel like before I became a mom, I would have been like, okay, we'll see how this plays out, whatever. But now it's like she has to have be a really atrocious mother for like him to get full custody because or he's like, like a really vengeful piece of shit, right? Because like the way moms put everything on their back, like to take a child away from a mom like that, Evil. like she has to be awful, or or like he just fucking hates her. And it's because the judge denied it. Like, right. Like if there was right. actual so, like, proof, so he said the child was in danger, like she wasn't making a safe space. So if that were actually true, the judge would have had to approve right. it. Right. So assuming he's lying, he's a colossal piece of shit. Right. Like, she carried this child uh -huh. in her womb and from her loins mm -hmm. for 10 months. You tell him. Birthed him. Like the, it's just like the nerve of these men. The nerve of these the men. The nerve. And, you know, I have to assume he's not telling the truth because the judge, the denied, judge denied, it. denied it. Yeah. Like, if there was actually, like, unsurmountable, insurmountable proof that, like, she was making the home a dangerous environment and not proper neglect or whatever, mm -hmm. the judge would have no choice but to grant custody, or at least temporary custody, to Ant. Yeah. But there was no proof, I guess. Yeah. And you know what? Like, in this whole love rhombus, if I had to choose one person to, like, side with, even though she's kind of messy, she's been married so many times, I think I would choose Christina because she was married to Tarek. And I don't think Tarek was an easy man to be married to. Mm -hmm. I think she put up with a lot. And now Ant is married to Renee? Just dating. It's too much. I don't know these people. I don't know the players enough to, like, have a real opinion about them. But I think, like, taking a child away from their mother full time is just wrong unless, like, it's egregious. And it doesn't sound like it is. But also, speaking of custody, did you see about Olivia Wilde? I did. And how she was served papers, custody papers. And so, me and Taylor. And Taylor has, um, when she was hosting with me yesterday, she actually has experience serving papers because she's been divorced. And mm -hmm. she tells you exactly, like, you choose exactly where to. Yeah where to do it so it could have been really intentional or then after we wrap the episode I got of legal experts telling me if you have been dodging your served like your papers that they're trying to serve you they will go to any means necessary yeah. to serve you so it's possible that a Jason Sudeikis tried to embarrass her on purpose and do it there or she's been dodging these papers and they had no choice but to do it in a public place of work they're very they've always been like a private couple I don't even know how many kids they have like they're very low-key yeah. I have to imagine this was a last resort for him I agree 
Um, but still, that's a wild thing to experience. So but embarrassing. Like, I feel like these events, like even if you're, you know, D-list, you can't get in. How did this legal messenger get into that's the That's literally what I said. I'm like, it's one of these huge Las Vegas conference centers. Like there's security everywhere. Olivia Wilde's on stage. I don't know. So then he I was- got like, like backstage. Then I was asking Taylor, like if you're a paper server man, do you have like a badge? I don't think it's that serious. I don't know. But also like, it's just this business conference. So someone handed her an envelope, like- you know, maybe it was important paperwork for the panel, you know? Yeah, but still, how did he get backstage? He didn't get backstage. He literally walked up to the front of the stage and, like, handed it to her and was like, this is for you. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really jarring. It is. And she went on with the panel like a pro, so kudos there. Yeah, for sure. So um, the M. Anstead, Tarek, Christina, and her new husband, um, Love Rhombus, continues. And we will always keep you updated on this story because... They never sleep. These are the stories that matter. And they never sleep. No. All right, a little more reality TV news. Mary Fitzgerald is also claiming that Christine Quinn lied about having COVID. Have you seen this? Mary from Selling Sunset. Yeah. Okay. Michelle, okay. She's a one name wonder. She's just Mary. Literally hate. So the season wrapped and they were filming a reunion this week. Okay. And then last minute, Christine was tested positive for COVID and couldn't okay. show up. Okay. Which was obviously very convenient seeing as how literally she does not have one friend on the cast. Okay. And then Chriselle came out and said that she thinks Christine is lying. And then Mary now just came out and said she thinks Christine is lying. And two days after the reunion, um, Christine did go to a photo shoot. Okay. Um, I haven't watched the new season, but I know that I'll still be team Christine because everyone has the same personalities, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but I also like saw something that maybe towards the end of the season, it's like a little redemptive for Christine. Chriselle, so I'm only halfway through, but Chriselle like starts acting as terrible as Christine, like saying just as bad like kind of things. So I feel like even though Christine doesn't have friends, like she's always in that situation. And I feel like she wouldn't shy away from an opportunity to like let herself be known. Right. And like even I think a reunion setting would actually come up really well for Christine because you could see how all of the other girls are kind of ganging mm -hmm. up on her. So even if Christine is wrong about stuff, like that's just never a good look. Yeah. Um it's possible that she's lying about having COVID. I personally don't care. I personally don't care either. And I just want to say like one of the many blessings that came out of the pandemic, and not many, one of the few blessings that came out of the torturous pandemic is like we all have a lie that we can go to and like no one can really question us because are you want to question me having COVID fine I'll come into the office yeah no totally you don't even have to like lie and say you have COVID you could say like I have a cough like and I haven't gotten a test yet do you still right. want me to come right no I'm like, not feeling well yeah and like if you're not feeling well any sort of illness that you have stay the fuck home like that's the lesson that should and that's be what learned. it always should have been it doesn't have to be COVID for you to stay home because right. there are things that are worse and more contagious than COVID yep. too so even if you get a negative test ever like, heard of the notovirus doesn't mean you should leave your house 100%. ever heard of that stomach bug that's, that's what going it, that's notovirus that's what it, they're calling yeah, it has it. a name it should be called no no virus it should be called no 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 <laughs> it should be called not again virus. it should be called no and I just want to say, this is something that I haven't shared yet, um, but when Claudia had the virus, um, yeah. she did bequeath it to me. I did. Bequeath. I did. I queefed all over the place. I did get that virus. It was horrible. My initial experience was the same as yours, but then we took two different paths. Like, you stayed sick for a few days uh -huh. of, like, um, stomach issues. I had, like, a really um, strong case. And I think when I, by the time I passed it on to you, I had whittled it down. No, but, like, I had a different case because I had 12 hours of, like, really bad stomach issues, and then the next day I had a fever, which you never oh, had. Oh, yeah. So, but then, so I had a shorter experience, but I think it was more compact. Right, did I also give it to Zach? 
And then I bequeathed it to him. It was a really horrible few days, and I wasn't ready to talk about it until now, a month later. Yeah, and I will totally take responsibility, like, for giving it to you, but I do think, like, we shouldn't forget who gave it to me, and that's right. Ben Soffer. No, of course Ben bears a lot of responsibility, but, like, you gave it to me, No, not I ben. walked into your home with, like... She came into with my the, home. With the virus sitting dormant in my stomach. She's texting, saying, Ben's not feeling well. Who wants to hang out? Right. She was like, he has food poisoning. So she came over. I was like, by the way, like your husband's sick. Are you bringing the sickness to our house? She's like, no, it's food poisoning. It's not contagious. I stand by that statement. Brought it into the house. I stand by that statement. If it was food poisoning, (laughs) it hypothetically would not have been contagious. No, but it's like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Let me go see my sister with her newborn baby. Yeah, well, the thing is, is like one thing about me is that I'm a selfish queen. And it's like, I'm on death's door. Gotta see Harry. Like, (laughs) I just need to feel, like, I need to feel skin to skin with Harry. We had so much skin to skin yesterday. Yeah, you got really good cute Oh, my God. He was, like, in such a perfect mood. Like, right after his nap, right before he ate. Like, just... So delicious, so perfect, so big. So big, so chunky. So chunky, like you guys. These cheeks, not to rub it in because you'll never see a photo of him. Like, don't be jealous. <laughs> um, he's literally, poo-poo, you know, knock wood, the most gorgeous child I've literally ever seen in my life. Like, all the other babies, quaking. Co-waking. I never saw a kid like that in my life. Like, oh, my God, that's really sweet. Perfect skin. I feel like everybody feels that way about their no, kin. No, I've seen some ugly kids. No, but, like, you don't know them. No. And everyone feels that way about their kin. No, no, because I know some kids I'm related to who are plenty ugly. No, you don't. No, I do. I do. You do? Distant cousins, you know? No, I'm not, not Michaela or Harry. <laughs> okay, okay. They could never be ugly. No. But, you know, some kids, you see people on Facebook, like, oh, that's my cousin's kid. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Um, half kidding. So, so thank you for bequeathing it to me. And Harry was fine, thank God. But also, that's the power of breastfeeding. Those antibodies, antibodies. Oh my God, they were working overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So we were saying, no knee virus. Christine. Christine. So Christine probably doesn't have COVID. I just want to put that on the record. I also am noticing, like, when celebrities or influencers are posting, like, "Oh, just had food poisoning." It's like, no, you didn't. No, you had the no-no. You had the no-no, and then it's just—it's the great equalizer. Like, <laughs> and then you're envisioning them, them sweating, saying what you experienced. Yeah, I'll really Maybe never shitting on a heating pad. I'll never forget um, that time of my life. Like Ever. it was, especially the first three days. Like it was nonstop. And, like, I'm screaming for help, like, to Ben, like, as if he can do anything, you know? Yeah. No, there's nothing anyone can do for you. There's nothing you can even do for yourself, except, I can't stress this enough, if you have to vomit, sit on the toilet. Like, just don't ask questions and just do it. Don't ask questions. Like, don't be like, why? Just shut up and do it, You'll okay? You'll find out soon enough. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> um, but, Christine, if you are sick, we are truly wishing you the best. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? Like, Christine, to me, is a queen. Like, if she didn't want to go to the reunion, she shouldn't have to. Agreed. Like, like she shouldn't suffer these fools. I'm sorry. No, the and fools, she, losers. And she also is a new mom. So, like, well, not that she's a year out now, but, like. Yeah, no, her kid's, like, seven, but, yeah. I'm sure she'd rather be home with her bebe than suffer these fools. 100%. Um, is there something you want to say? There is something I want to say. Because before we get into the next story, I absolutely have to let you know that it is brought to you by Third Love. And you know what? My life is brought to you by Third Love right now because for Third Love, it's their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra that is getting me through. It's their number one bra for a reason. It offers unparalleled comfort thanks to every unique detail in its fit, style, function, and design. It's loved and worn by millions of women. It doesn't pinch or dig, and you won't want to take it off the moment you walk in the door. Right now, bra comfortability is probably my number one priority in life. And Third Love is here to support me in 
many, many ways. The t-shirt bra is ultra thin. The memory phone cups give your boobs everyday comfort and support. The luxe straps never slip. It is so smoothing, it looks invisible. Cause that's my least favorite thing when like the bra is like poking out of the t-shirt, you know, and you can just like see it. 100%. This one is so smooth and comfortable. It's giving, it's firing in all cylinders and third love is the place for bras it just is you will love your fit guaranteed if not exchanges and returns are free for 60 days you will also know that your fit is fitted to a t because you do take a fit quiz where you answer all of these questions about them titties and third <laughs> and third love hooks it up like they know no one knows a woman's breast like third love so true and Ben. they are also the largest donor of undergarments in the u.s they partner with organizations across the united states so third love has donated over 40 million dollars worth of bras to help people in need and you just love a company that also gives back you do feeling is believing give your boobs the 24 7 comfort and support they deserve upgrade your bra today and get 20 percent off your first order today at thirdlove.com toast that's 20 percent off at thirdlove.com toast third love support them titties um okay next story is like kind of some devastating news to the momentum we were already feeling with the new barbie movie Uh oh. aqua's barbie girl song won't appear in the movie wow come on barbie let's go party is the immortal refrain oh my god who uttered, who those, uttered those immortal, immortal words? words aqua um from the 1997 song barbie girl but when it comes to the upcoming margot Ru- robbie movie aqua hasn't robbie i love her she's amazing aqua hasn't been invited to join in on the fun and despite fans insisting that the euro pop banger which has clocked up over a billion views on youtube should appear in the soundtrack to the mattel and warner brothers film variety understands that there are no plans for that to happen the song will not be used in the movie Ulrich Mahler Jorgensen, who manages Aqua lead singer Lene Nistrom, tells Variety. And Variety reached out to Warner Brothers for comment. No response. Um, but it appears as though like they haven't made any sort of... Is there something funny that I said? No, but if Ulrich Mahler Jorgensen... <laughs> that was really good pronunciation, I just want to say. If Ulrich Mahler Jorgensen said it's not going to be in the movie, it's not going to be in the movie. It's Ulrich, first of all, and he manages... Um, or she, I'm not sure. Manages Aqua lead singer Lene Nistrom. So, yeah. That means it's not happening. Aqua has not been con- contacted. Okay, so you know what this means? This means that Opportunity. They, they have written a, an original song that absolutely has to be better. Otherwise, it's a floppy-o moment. And I'm going to be hopeful that they didn't reach out to Aqua because they have a better song. Right. Like, who do we see? Even the whole soundtrack will probably be, like, a moment. Who do we see? Like, I see a little mix on there. I see Aurora <laughs> 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 Little Mix. Oh right? My God. I love Little Mix so much. Who they're else? on tour right now. Madison Beer. They're not coming to like the US anytime. No, they're soon. on like a, a breakup tour. No, but they're like they're on a tour. They they said that they're taking a break, but they're still working like every damn but day. But this is like their farewell tour. Every now. I'm on I'm on Little Mix Little Mix Talk. Yeah, I'm on and, Little Mix IG. And they're literally like every show hysterically crying. Oh my god, they're so fucking cute. And like bring the show to New York. Like Yeah, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. We'll buy Just tickets. Just the touch of your love is enough to knock me off my feet all week. We'll buy the tickets. And by the way, every time we talk about Little Mix, like some Little Mix stan clips it and puts it on Little Mix twitter and they're so kind to us so little mix twitter like we do a show every monday through friday on youtube come join our community and i just love little mix with my whole heart there is a little mix song for every occasion like feeling sad little mix working out little mix going to the club pre-gaming little mix black magic 
Little Mix. And it's called Black Magic. And it's called Black Magic. Take a sip of my secret potion. I'ma make you fall in love for a smile that can't be broken. Oh my God, I could replace Jesse. One drop could be enough. Boy, you belong to me. I got the recipe. And it's called Black Magic. And it's called Black Magic. And you ever see the music video? There's like this black fart following them around. It's gorgeous. And like that's one of those songs that should be on Rolling Stone's Top 100 Agreed. songs of all time. And the fact that it isn't just like delegitimizes their whole enterprise. And what's the song, Wings? These wings are made to fly. And, and we I don't let nobody bring us down. Oh, and you know what my favorite song is of all time? And it happens to be Little Mix with like David Guetta. This ain't a heartbreak anthem. I don't get like every time I'm at a club, I'm like, put it on. It's so good. There's so many good songs. They actually just came out with a song for like their farewell album called In Between. And they reference their own lyrics. Like Stunning. they reference when they got their wings and like all, of the, all these like songs that are uh, their most popular songs. So they're just like musical geniuses. I know. And like they are going on hiatus, whatever that means. I remember when I heard that One Direction. So I don't know what that means. And there's plans for, I think um, Jade is doing solo music. Like it's. It's happening. Yeah, but just even if they never gave us another song, like we need to sit in what we have and appreciate everything that they've given their us. Their discography. And I saw them doing an interview just like about their career as a whole because they really are like ending their time for now. And the one thing they said that they wish they focused on more is like becoming bigger in America. Girls. Yeah, because they're doing like arenas all yeah. over the UK. But I think if they came here, they would do much smaller venues. Like they're yeah, not. They, yeah, they would. They're not super well known. Yeah. They're it's literally such a like shame the, that you they're guys the Spice Girls. Like they're incredible. Also, um And I think their vibe is so much better without Jesse. Like it was clearly like Yeah, because these three love each other. Sisters. So much. Also, the song Salute is just like the most female empowering oh. song. Shout out to my ex. You're really quite the man. You made my heart break and that made me who I am. Here's to my ex. Hey, look at me now. Well, I'm, I'm all the way up. I swear you'll never, you'll never bring me down. I think we just harmonized. I think we did too. Um, so good. So good. Where were we? Um, Barbie. Oh, so who do we think would be, Little Mix really would be good on the soundtrack, but who else? Like, would make like. Like Doja Cat. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Mm -hmm. Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I hope that they. I'm optimistic. Me too. I hope that it's a thing. Don't let me down. Don't, don't let, let me, me down. down. I hope that they like make it a thing, like how they made the Charlie's Angels movie soundtrack. Like, I hope that's like a huge part of the launch. Yeah, it better be, be sick. Yeah, it better be. All right, are you ready for our fifth and final story that is going to lead us into our TV recap of Keeping Up the Kardashian? Oh no, sorry, the Kardashians. It's funny, the Kardashian show. It's called the Kardashian Sulu. It's called Keeping Up. Um, well, there's more legal news because their trial with Black China has come to an end but on the final day like so much stuff happened okay give it to me Pete was there I heard and like he embraced Kim she walked out she gave him a hug maybe a kiss and then they left together and it was just like beautiful Pete was also caught hysterically laughing because in their fine in their closing statements the Kardashian lawyer was just really trying to sh prove how like China was this abusive person and she was like I mean who breaks a gingerbread house because, you know, they have those big fancy gingerbread houses. And Pete thought that was hilarious. That is really funny. But then also really <clears throat> interestingly is that before the final <coughs> statements, Black China's lawyer. And by the way, Black China's mom has been barred. <coughs> Are you okay? Are you choking? Just a little bit of wrong pipe action. Okay. You never know with you. So <coughs> take your time. I'm okay. Um, you know, Black China's mom was 
banned from yes. the court. She was literally standing outside talking to paparazzi, but she couldn't go in. Um, but before the closing statements, Black China's lawyer asked if China could redo her 11-hour testimony. And when asked why, she said because they had to bring into evidence the vagina picture, uh-huh. um, which I'm sure was actually really awkward and embarrassing for Black China. And she said like she couldn't focus on the testimony after that, and it like really threw her through a loop. Yeah. So she'd like to redo her 11-hour testimony, and the judge said no. Got it. I saw that she was not pleased and she wanted to redo because she was like shooketh from all of that. But all of that was in discovery, so she knew it was going to come up. And it was on Instagram. Like, Rob put yeah. her... No, but like you prepare for a trial and like you know what's coming. You know what you're going to be asked about. Anything that's going to be submitted as evidence, like both sides already know. Yeah. So... And not to say that it probably wasn't extremely no, agreed, awkward. agreed. But like, you, you prepare for that. Right. Or you should. Right. So they said no, and this is over, and... I guess we just wait. Now we wait and see. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little like fuzzy on the details in terms of like, so she is suing them, but they're also countersuing her. So is this the same trial or do they have to go to another trial for the countersue? I don't know. And it's also like $100 million at stake. Right. So I don't think Black China is going to win. Like I think that they provided enough evidence to prove that Robin China was canceled for a million reasons, not because the Kardashians didn't like her, but because she was an extremely abusive and like scary person right and also it was robin china and then they were broken up so right so therefore there is carry no the one china. right that's such a good point as well um but i love that pete was there for her yeah really sweet um even though after this most recent episode of kardashians colin jost are you shipping is no that what you were gonna say i'm like really back to loving kanye and like how he oh, would do anything for his family that so too part of me like my heart breaks a little like yeah watching that on tv and then in the same week kim is sharing the live photo of her and pete kissing at john and Vinny's. you know yeah okay that's very true i was just shipping kim and Kachalan, colin jose because did you see Kachalan. Kachalan. did i see those arms i feel like anytime colin jost is spotted in a t-shirt which isn't a lot no because he sits behind that desk in like, a suit and tie uh-huh. but anytime i see him in a t-shirt which now is only the second time it's shocked i am reminded of what a beautiful man he really is mm-hmm. and i agree that scene at zero bond just like that angle the light the reflecting off of colin's t-shirt it was it was something else and like the height difference between kim and colin but if i didn't love colin and scarjo so much like i would ship but i no, my brain I, doesn't I love go- kim and people when i just saw them together i was like Makes you think. That's the cool thing about single Kim. Like, any person she talks to, I'm like, ship. Interesting factoid. Ship. I'm about to start shipping her and Simon. Like, that's how. Yeah, right? totally. Um, okay, so let's dive into the TV recap. And can you just do me a favor and tell me who the TV recap is brought to us by? I can do that because it is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. According to the latest research, 90% of employers plan to make enhancing the employee experience a top priority in 2022. After all, a happy workplace is key to attracting and keeping great employees. So I mean, true. Having happy employees is the key to success. Mm-hmm. So you can make employers, employers can make their employees feel happier by making them feel more valued, focusing on company culture, a bunch of different things. And if you need to add more employees to your team, there's ZipRecruiter. Their matching technology helps you find the right people for your roles fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com toast. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful 
technology to find a match and the right candidates for your job. It is so important mm -hmm. to find. It's like, you know, are you the one? It's got to be a perfect match. 100%. Then it proactively presents these candidates to you. You can easily review the recommended candidates and invite your top choices to apply for your job, which encourages them to apply faster. No wonder ZipRecruiter is the number one rated hiring site in the U.S. based on G2 ratings. So find the right employees for your workplace with ZipRecruiter. Try it for free at this exclusive web address. Are you listening? ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. T-O-A-S-T, ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire and to find people who are going to get their fucking ass up and work. Seems like no one wants to work these days. That's why you got to get on ZipRecruiter. Really beautifully done, Jackie. Congratulations for making it through all three. You really, you killed it. Congratulations on making it through the stories. Thank you. Okay, so let's dive in. Keeping up, season one, episode three. The girlies are in New York. They're really dragging out Saturday Night Like, Alive. literally the whole episode was one day. I'm not complaining because they're giving us more of the things that we love that they didn't think that we would love like they were giving us back in the day like stories of let's adopt a monkey and right. see how it happens now give us chloe and glam love to see it chloe is really shining and i have to say like these first couple episodes have really been about kim and courtney like courtney and her engagement kim in this big moment in snl and you can tell chloe's such a good sister because she's so genuinely happy for her sisters, when she said to Chris, like, Chris, you're a boss bitch you're for giving legend. birth, for a legend, for giving birth to the boss ass bitch that is, she's so happy for her family and she so, like, lifts other people up. And it, I think a lot of people might feel, like, jealous or, like, you know, insecure, like, why isn't this about me? And I think that's a normal reaction for people. But, like, she's so genuine in the sense, like, crying so happy for Courtney, crying so proud of Kim. Like, everyone needs a friend, a sister like Khloe Kardashian. It's so admirable to see, like, a woman who really actually, not even in a joking way, is out here supporting other women. Yeah, I was watching it, and um, that's funny. That was your takeaway, because the way I was feeling, like, I feel like Kim and Khloe remind me so much of me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because one, they're, like, talk all the time. They're so close. Mm -hmm. Like, Kim is always shining. You would be the Kim in this situation. Like, you're always not shining. Not me like, you're shining. Always doing big things. You're always putting yourself out there and Chloe is just like so genuinely supportive and that's how I feel about you like Chloe is really Kim's number one fan and I Agreed. really feel like I'm your number one fan that is so nice and I just feel like the dynamics of their family it's always been like people would be like who's the who in your right. family whatever I, I feel but I feel like on a personality level it's maybe a little different like I feel like my personality is very similar to, to Kim yes and you are very like Chloe like you're magnetic everyone wants to be around you you're life of the party oh my god I'm loving this conversation Kim is just like very logical very calm yeah like, that is more so me hundred percent I feel like in their relationship they remind me so much of you and I even how like they're always with Chris it's always like we're so close with our mom and totally like, we're all just like talking about that's the actually rest. so true like talking about the rest of the family talking about the rest of the family like helping everyone make decisions right. oh like Travis needs to help her pose like that's literally the three of us with Shapiro yeah by the way Shapiro and Olivia are Travis and Courtney 100% like so in their own world obsessed with each other 100% and then Margot is a combination of Kendall, Kendall and Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Like doing her own thing, such a great little sis, but like, you know, taking on the world. Kylie like driving with her stacks and saying she was gonna vomit. Like that was reminding me so much of you. That was our mukbang. Yeah, literally. Them going in and out. And why didn't they show us them eating the burgers? I know. Like we would have loved to see that. Um, but I really got like extremely choked up during the laptop scene, even though like I knew what was coming. First of all, seeing Kim crying. Kim is so she funny. She finally about, allowed herself to cry. Right. I've never seen someone with such control over her emotions. Like, the way she literally wills herself to stop crying when she's wearing makeup. And then she's, like, getting choked up. She's like, oh, wait, I'm not wearing makeup. And totally allows herself to break down. That scene was, like, so, so special. And it made me so sad for, like, how much things have changed till now with Kanye. 
Um, but it, and I know he did it like for Kim, but he really did it for his kids and his family and to protect yeah. them. But it was so sweet. And like, that's why he flew coach. Yeah, no, it was a gorgeous moment. It was really nice to see Kanye again on this show. And I'm just so glad that like it's over for Kim. Like I, I could feel what she was the feeling. Relief. And to get that relief right before this big major event, SNL, like must have been just the best feeling. Yeah, and I didn't know that like for all these years it's like weighed on her so much. Like I assumed like the tape came out and like that was the worst of it. But just knowing like there was more stuff. Or that or, someone like, else, ha she didn't have it. Yeah, like, and, or that someone out there there was more stuff like she didn't know what the more stuff was but that's just pit inducing mm -hmm. and now i'm dying to know how kanye got it back if he without didn't money write a check right i i think he maybe just wielded his power as fucking kanye west yeah and ray j who like is a little shit but like is not dumb like i don't think kanye is the type of person you want to cross yeah it was really really special and i'm glad that she allowed herself to cry because i feel like all the times like even when alice johnson was released from prison she was at that photo shoot mm -hmm. and she couldn't cry and we always see her like holding back her tears, mm -hmm. but we've never, and aside from when she divorced Chris Humphreys, like right. we've really never seen her like cry about something like so deeply emotional. And it was beautiful to see her cry. It was beautiful. And I actually thought something else really interesting. First of all, that dinner at Milos looked just gorgeous. Um, and Chloe was like, they always like rag on Chris for like always crying and talking about the old days. But I understood what Chloe was saying. She's like, our life is so amazing right now. And like mom's always missing it because she's thinking about, you know, when she was a flight attendant and she's like crying in the corner. And then, you know, in 20 years, she's gonna be thinking about this dinner, but she wasn't even fully present. Yeah. That's so her, like, I, I thought that was Shapiro for a second outside. That guy room. outside yeah, looks even. nothing like him. Like not even at well, all. Well, the way that the lights are, I can't really see. It's Actually, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, a yeah. silhouette. I thought yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, Shapiro, you heard us talking surprise. about you. Um, I agree. But also I feel like Chris hasn't gotten the memo that this new show isn't about antics. Because her running around Let's 57th go Street. my old apartment. Right. But her and Corey walking through the streets with like all these cameras and like these people being like, so what dumb. is going on? Was no a little cute, but like the antics have got to stop. And you know, she was trying to rope Chloe into going with Chris her. is the antics queen 100% and like she needs to, we don't need antics like Chris like even you just sitting around with Corey that does it for me Corey was such a star I completely agree he was the star of the episode I love him and I know that they're I think they're gonna cover it there's like some rocky road ahead for them what do you mean there was like a video going around of Corey what yeah being unfaithful no yeah was it real yeah he was really unfaithful yeah in pre in current times in current times since when? I've never heard of it. I don't know, but I like how Corey like matches Chris's energy. Like he's letting his gray hair grow out. Like I think he's trying to age himself. No, he is just like the man of everyone. I'm obsessed dreams. with him. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with their relationship. I'm obsessed with like the girl's relationship to him. I think it's so beautiful. And I really like love Travis. Even though we haven't even seen him, we just talked to him on the phone. I and love how much he respects the family. How he, he went to Kim and Chris. Yeah. He went to the grave. Like, he went to the grave. He's really like a stand-up guy. I'm actually so happy for Courtney. No, like, and he, even though he's like this punk rock king, like is a little chuggy. Yeah. But he was like, I want to do it on the beach in the shape tea of a, and a K. with a T and a K. Chugalicious. Not what I would expect. He's not like other drummers. He's traditional in a sense. Yeah, really, really cute. Um, so it was really good. I love seeing like their workplace, like Kylie Cosmetics office. I just love the little details of things we don't normally see. And my only complaint is that it's a little slow, even though what a star-studded Zero Bond after party. I want to talk I more know, about that. But that's not what I expected an SNL after party to be. Like everyone kind of just like sitting around getting drinks. Okay, so I've been to one. For and who? For Luke Holmes. I forget who the guy was. It was, uh... Ooh, Luke Holmes. Oh, it was, um, J.J. Watts. Is that Ooh, his name? Ooh, yeah. J.J. Watts. So it was the same vibe, but, like, as, at a much less fabulous location. It was, like, this random fucking bar in, like, Hell's Kitchen. 
Um, so obviously for Kim, they glammed it up. Zero Bond, for those who don't know, I wonder like if a like sickening the guest club. gets to choose, sort of. I don't think so, but I think for Kim, like, it was such an affair. Yeah. That, like, of and course. And also, when she comes to New York, she only goes to Zero Bond. Right. So, um, I don't think they're all as glamorous as that, but the energy is still very much everyone grabbing drinks and sitting at tables. Got it. Cute. I always thought the SNL after party was like a rager. No, when I went, I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, kind yeah, of it's like me cocktails and Margo, with the co Me and Margo were like bored. We were just waiting yeah. for Luke. Like, Yeah, that's what it looked like. Very low key. I assumed yeah. it was like, when they talk about the after party, I thought it was a rager because they do work very hard all week. And I do think that this show has given me more of an appreciation for how hard the SNL cast members work. I completely work. agree. You know, we're always like, they work one day a week. Right. Um, definitely, we were. We were wrong. Just say it. Yeah, we no, were wrong. we were wrong. They work very hard on that day yeah and in the days leading up yeah and it's i'm sure a very stressful job agreed and I, so every week they decompress with an after party yeah and and that like, works the way chris rock like just respects the hell out of kim like obsessed obsessed the way kim respects the hell out of bone yang bone yang when he was like you want to take a picture it was literally us and olivia Culpa. You, you recognize me? me that was so cute i love bone yang who was wearing sequins on the show there's Did you just find a sequin on your chair? On a, on this table. I've been playing with it. Let me look at our Instagram to see who There's wore pink sparkles. I don't think anyone. Where'd it come from? Not Paige. Not Stassi. Not Remy. Not Tasha. Not Ben. <laughs> Mystery sequin. Not Joey Camasta. Not... I mean, Paige is wearing pink, but no, there's not a sequin in sight. Very interesting. Oh my, is somebody using Someone's our studio to here. have an affair? Someone's been here. Ben? Um, not a single person. Okay. I just went through all the guest co-host pictures. Now this is a mystery. This is a case for the, for the FBI. FBI. <laughs> it really is. Um, okay, I think that's our show, right? Um, yeah, that's our show. I feel really good about it being our show and no one else's. 100%. 100%. And oh, don't forget to get your merch at shopmorningtoast.com. There's um, limited sizes, so make sure you just get over there. Scurry on over, shopmorningtoast.com. If you're looking for pictures or size information, like head over to our Instagram. We have pictures of us. I wear XL I'm in the crew I'm wearing medium and everything. The medium on me at this stage in my life is fitted, um, but everything fits, I would say, true to size. Yeah. This sweatshirt, the material and such is similar to the last 100% drop, that pink sweatshirt. Yeah. Not the green one. The pink one is a similar um, thing. The toasty crew neck. Most of our sweatshirts are this material. And I wear XL in every crew neck, so I would just go with whatever crew neck size you already have yeah but i would say true to size because i am a true medium these days and thank you guys for an amazing week jackie thank you for making it in i know it was tough for you we so appreciate you and we appreciate you guys have an amazing weekend we'll see you on monday thank you so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast life stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning yeah. toast today's episode no wait i'm i'm Rusty. i'm short-circuiting Oh, but also, thank you for circuiting, because there's also an amazing new episode up on our Patreon. Yes. Like, if you're feeling really sad that this episode's ending, you're like, I want my girls, and I also want them to be a little more unhinged. Right. Go to patreon.com slash morningtoast. There's a new podcast episode. It's Dear Toasters, all of it, and we are- But it's Relationships Edition. Relationships Edition, and we are not holding back. No, I we would are say, not. like, we recorded it when we I would were, say we're holding front. We were recorded it when we were extremely overtired. Uh, yeah. And overzealous, mm -hmm. and we are not holding back, so- Get over there, check it out. Plus, you get all the episodes, like 200 plus episodes we've ever done. And the second to last one we done was my first tasting of spritz. Oh, yeah. So there's so much good content on the Patreon this month. Check it out. Plus, there's an interview with Becky and Dana from the Redheads. Oh, yeah. We're talking about like how we became friends. We're sharing some college stories, talking about books, why we started the Redheads. And it was just like fun. You got a sneak peek into my friendship with them. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast Millennial Morning Show. We deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every morning, Monday through Friday, on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe. Give us a video, thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts. Every podcasts we found on Spotify, to Stitcher, Public Radio, Radio Castbox, all the places we've been podcasts. Find us support Joseph Five Star. We have a beautiful setting. It's Barbie. Have an amazing weekend. We'll see you guys on Monday. Goodbye. Goodbye.